And we are live, sitting here with John Stamey. We are live. It is a beautiful Friday night. The beer is flowing. We're feeling good. We're feeling great. And uh, we're just going to have some deck talk. And a bird sits above us looking on. So I'm going to lay this down. And we're going to get into it. What's going on, John? Just another lovely Friday with amazing craft beer. We had two of the worst beers ever brewed in the history of the world. We, we tried vegan beer. Vegan beer. Vegan beer. Beautiful can. Makes you want to buy it. And then you drink it and you want to throw up. And then uh, you feel ashamed that you drank vegan beer. And the fact that you paid about $2.50 for the one vegan beer that you decided to pour out in the sink. But. And the fact that we're actually admitting that. <laughs> that we're admitting drinking, swallowing vegan beer. Vegan beer. Of course, then we That had says a the, lot about our characters. But then we decided to top it off with a passion fruit peach blonde beer. And vomited. And vomited as well. So now we've had IPA and beautiful Guinness Draft. And we feel a lot better about ourselves. Guinness Draft Stout with a Yeehaw Pale Ale waiting to be cracked. <laughs> so not only will it go down easy, we will be lit by that time. <laughs> so... Anyway, earlier today, we had a terrible tragedy. We had a... Uh, we had a guest who was... was uh, the, the recording... was deleted somehow. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out, like in my head, you know, the Guinness is playing part of this. Um, and... Uh, so, if I mention it every now and then, it's simply because they keep getting drunker and drunker, and I forget that I had mentioned it before. So I'm going to mention it now in case it randomly comes out. And now it's going back to the table, and if there are bits of dead air, it's simply because beer is in our mouths and we <laughs> have no words to say until it swallow, until we swallow and remember what we were talking about. <laughs> We were listening to Jocko earlier, and if you're not familiar with Jocko, he's the Marine, uh, the Navy SEAL commander that was in Ramadi in 2007. If this motorcycle, these motorcycles, I can't even hear myself think. Um, and we were listening to him talking with another, or he was reading the book of Marine Corps, right? Yeah, Marine Corps Captain Brian Stan, MMA, UFC veteran. WEC light heavyweight champion. I Amazing eat, person. He could beat all of us up simultaneously. And yeah, it was pretty intense. It was pretty intense. I don't think I could have survived a week in basic training, let alone a year in combat. And there's so many sirens because people don't know how to drive. <laughs> 
texting. They're probably there's wrecks all over this place. It's like driving in Somalia here. Finally, the sirens are off. I don't know if anybody even heard that. You probably couldn't even hear us talking because of the sirens. Oh, so let's get our thoughts back. My thoughts. It's like the dog barking last night. I lost my thought. I had to cut. I had to cut the uh, the show off early, and then I deleted it. So you didn't even hear it. So you have no idea what I'm talking about. But that's the Guinness talking right there. <laughs> but maybe the sirens are going and police are all over the place because it is Friday the 13th. Weird things can happen. Oh, Freaky Friday the 13th. Freaky Friday the 13th. One of my favorite days on Earth, on Earth where all the great horror movies come on. Yeah. And I'm one of those weirdos that likes to turn off all the lights, <laughs> unlock the doors, unlock the windows, and watch horror movies. And I am the complete opposite. <laughs> when I go to bed at night and I get hot, I just keep on sweating because you never know when you put that leg out you may get a little you know you may feel a little bit better a little bit cooler but you never know who's coming to tickle your foot you never know who's going to be at the end of the bed waiting for you to they grab gra- hold of you <laughs> they grab the ankle <laughs> oh hi there wait let me go get my toys <laughs> And they quickly take, <laughs> run up and climb out the window. Yeah, Friday the 13th, I've seen them all 10 times. Nightmare on Elm Street, 10 times. Speaking Halloween, of seeing movies, 30 I'm times. one of the few people, probably the one percenters that have never seen any of the Friday the 13ths or Star Trek or Star oh. Wars. So yeah, no. I apologize. I may not ever be on here ever again. You may get a lot of dislikes. For that, but now I'm gonna have to sh- shut off all the, the yeah the thumbs down because <laughs> all we're gonna have are thumbs. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, three of my top five favorite shows of all time, right there. So uh, have you not? I just want to no, I haven't. Really? So I just want to pass on something for everybody. That beautiful sound. <laughs> Beer being cracked open and poured into a glass. Again, Yeehaw, Johnson City Brew, finest. It's like an orgasm in your mouth. Hell ill. Can we, we say that? We, 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 <laughs> like, we like the 80, we like the IPA, but the Pale Ale always gets us. Pale Ale hits the spot and uh, we saved the cans because in the morning we can't remember what we drank the night before. Mm-hmm. And we like taking pictures of new stuff, and that's what we do. We're one of those. We're nerds. We're, we're nerd. We're beer nerds, beer snobs. Where pretty much every Friday night we get together, we do porch sitting, and we each buy our own six pack and just try new stuff. And there's a lot of great beer out there. Scottish ale is by far the greatest thing I've ever had. But there's also some vegan crap and really disgusting prickly pears type. Prickly prickly pear is the second worst beer ever, and it's probably <laughs> vegan also. <laughs> Maybe. Which are not allowed on the premises. There's a sign out front that says no vegan beer. Shot on site. So this is uh yeah. this this is Dixieland. You can't you have to be careful. Some big fat mountain woman one day came over because she was pissed off at my beer selection, so I put a shotgun in her face. 
True story. True story. Didn't shoot, but... Didn't shoot. Yeah. But, but she I, took a step backwards. But I think that's I something... I should have that, said that on, the, on, on uh, <laughs> live. But to me, that's something that should be talked about. I think that's a good topic. Is It's a type of beer that people decide that they drink. In my opinion, all people that decide they're going to start being a drinker, they start off with, you know, Bud Light, because that's just always there. People go into that Michelob Ultra because they don't really want to drink beer. They just want to say they're drinking beer. But one day you grow up, you try your first craft beer, and you realize that there is there is good beer out there for any kind of person. That's what's ama- I think that's what's amazing about the way that the beer industry is now, is the fact that I agree. no matter who you are or what you like, there's something out there. And in my opinion, nobody has to get drunk. Nobody has to be an alcoholic, you know, like my dad was, is, that, you know, could, could pretty much ruin your life. Luckily, I got away from it, and, you know, that is what it is, but... One episode, you will hear this life story and <laughs> wonder how John is not in jail, yeah. dead, I mean, if or we, otherwise. If we want to talk about it, we can talk about it, but... That might be heavy for our first episode. True. There but, are uh, there back, are many beers out there for everybody. Yeah, back to being heavy. The, the heavy beer it, that, that can be consumed. It's just, heavy's good. Heavy's good. Both quantity and in style of beer. And there is beer for everybody, but that doesn't include Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> Or Bud Light. <laughs> Miller Light, Bud Light. Anything you can buy cheap and at a special price like Miller High Life. Or Natty Light. That's not what we're talking about. That's not what we want. That's not beer. We should change the name. When you're getting a 30 chest of Milwaukee's Best to just get drunk because you want to get drunk, that's not what we like. We're yeah. making six packs of Guinness. We've got all kinds of, of amazing IPA. Amber Ale loggers and speaking of loggers on my date nights I usually we end up at the uh, Mexican restaurants and I'm always getting my 32 ounce Dos Equis with extra lime and that to me is the greatest combination and I'm the DD I'm the drunk (laughs) I'm the drunk driver (laughs) just kidding if you can get fajitas with a large 32 ounce Dos Equis with lime there's nothing better. <clears throat> nothing better. I think if I drank 32 ounces, I'd have to walk outside, puke in the bush, <laughs> get, get thrown into the trunk, and just be, be escorted home, thrown into the yard, and I'd wake up in the morning, yeah. stung by a zillion mosquitoes. No, honestly, the only reason that I feel ashamed after I drink all that is because I feel so full and fat that I just feel like I'm ashamed that I have to go and just not eat for the next day or two just so I can let everything get back out of me because I just feel so big. Until we look around us. <laughs> Until we look around. And then we realize. And then it's like, hey, I'm not doing that bad. <laughs> I'm not doing that bad. So. Until we drive by the, the lines at the fast food restaurant. Lines. True. That circle the block. I've never in my yeah. entire life 
seen anything like it. Yeah, I've, I've never drove past a Pals or a McDonald's without a full line, regardless of what time it is. I said this one day, and I almost, I was almost killed on on the spot that uh, all that down in the netherworlds hell hath no fury like fast food restaurant owners and co-founders oh, yeah. scorned right down they go on the shoot straight down there's no questions there's no maybe I'll go up for 10 meters you fall you go straight <laughs> down and you and, and your neighbors are Hitler Mussolini Pol Pot Mao <laughs> Saddam <laughs> Saddam those guys that burned Joan of Arc <laughs> you name it all the bad folks in the, in the entire history fast food restaurant owners and maybe they're even lower and, and maybe some lawyers they're gonna be there and yeah oh, probably 90% of the lawyers probably internet owners internet you know providers they're, they're up there Charter is definitely there. Whoever <laughs> created that place. Yeah. So. They're roasting on the spigot, and that's what they're all eating. Yeah, we, we appreciate the internet connection, but it, it's spotty. We don't like it. I'm trying to appreciate it. We probably don't have it here. I bet nobody here hears a word we're saying. Let's see. Let's see if it's working. Let's see. Hey, look at that. It is for now, anyway. Watch me try and save it. It'll record over for one second on something else. Yeah. But anyway, no, I've been able to record a couple things. Things. I hate Charter. I don't care if they know. I've, I've called them before and cursed them out. I've sent them emails. They like the money, so they don't block me. Even if they block me, I don't think I'd care. You know who else I don't like? DirecTV. I don't like them either. And I'll just throw Comcast in there because I know I wouldn't like them if I had them. <laughs> oh, oh, we forgot that one special place in hell that all the, uh, that one area, one spot right there in that little spot of, it's, the reason I say small area is because all those home developers Oh. Like, like to take over the entire world so they get a small little portion of hell that they get to stay in all the time. Developers? If I can talk about one developer in, in particular. We, we're not going to say anyone's real name. Yeah. We'll call him Joe just because we don't want to say. We don't want to put them, you know, on the spot. Yeah. Okay. But his name might be Joe, but it might not be. But All right, his name's Stan, but we're going to call him Joe. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. You have it. So Stan, I mean Joe... Schmendrick. Yeah, we, you know, we bought a new house. And I used to sit on the back porch drinking coffee on John, Sunday morning. As we, he means him and his wife, by the way. Let's... Yes, my, my, my wife and I used to sit on the back porch on Sunday morning, waking up, watching the sunrise. We've got eight beautiful acres of high, tall grass, flat, which you don't find very often around here. And uh, we're looking out, watching deer run. We see rabbits, you know. Just a, it was beautiful. It, it helped us. It, it gave us the push to buy this house. It was a fertile kitchen. 
it was it was amazing. You don't get that in East Johnson City anymore. And uh, we lived there for probably four or five months. Four or five days before <laughs> four or five days. days. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you've got these grungy, sloppy, beer-bellied, chubby guys coming in, and just literally destroyed all of this land. They, they flattened it. They they flattened it out where there was no trees. There were no deer left. Now we get to run into them when we go across the road, and they're trying to get across to another little bit of little bit of forest that's you know not going to be found. I mean, it didn't even look like New York, where New York has you know up and down. And they have like small knolls. Oh, yeah. This was like Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This so, is a cesspool of. Diff- uh, uh, Future homogenous modern stale subdivision hell is what it was. Yeah, yeah. So, so Stan decides that he wants to buy these eight and a half acres that we've got back here and he's going to build 13 houses. And these aren't just houses, these are $350,000, $450,000 homes on eight acres of land. How you get 13 houses on eight and a half acres of land, whatever. People buy that crap. I don't understand it. So now when we look outside on our back porch, which we've added on to, looks great. I did it myself. It is, it's really just more of a nuisance now because I get to look back there and see all these construction worker. Yeah, just, just ridiculous bad tan lines yeah I mean not knocking on them because they're just doing their job trying to make money but the the principle of who is putting them to work on land that should never have been touched now we've got these very large houses that obstruct any view whatsoever that we used to have and uh, I, I actually went home today from work on a Friday you know who's who's not more excited than going home on a Friday afternoon also a little bit disappointed because I haven't had a beer yet. But I look out and, well, one house is finished, but it's about, it's, you know, it's about an acre away. Well, now they've cleared out the land again and they put up stakes and they're getting ready to build, build another home that is literally about 30 feet from my fence. So now these deer running, these beautiful rabbits going across through this wonderful land. Now it's construction workers running. It's construction <laughs> running. Yeah, li- well, they're not running, but they're jiggling bellies. They're jiggling around. They're they're pissed off. They're chugging water, chain smoking, and leaving they're, the butts all over the. Oh, yeah, exactly. They're leaning on my fence, breaking it. He's, you know, it's not a new fence or anything. But do they care? No, no. They're just trying to make their nine bucks an hour and get to the house and drink a lot of Bud Light. It's like a work release program for the local mm-hmm. correctional facility. But I will say I was fascinated at one point when they were building the first home right behind us because not trying to be any kind of, like, not trying to be prejudiced or anything, but whenever the roof was being put on, literally the sun had just peeked over the mountains and you look back and you hear the tinging of the hammer and you look out on a Saturday, out of, or excuse me, on a Sunday out of all days, which is usually a day I go outside and drink coffee on my porch. I see about 10 Mexican gentlemen 
on top of a roof, just pounding away, putting up shingles. They're animals. See, animals. He can he, say that because I'm part Mexican. I just lost <laughs> half my following. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. But it was fascinating because these guys literally, as soon as the sun peeked over, were just killing it, going at it. Like, I'm sure they were making no nothing doing this. And they literally put up a 3,000 square foot home. They put up the entire roof in that day. Here's what was fascinating to me. As they were working, they took one 15 minute break the entire day. Well, come about six o'clock that evening, here comes a van parking down there. And it's, a, it's apparently one of their wives comes out with about 12 kids. The wife and 12 children and she's smoking, of course. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. They have a big bag of groceries. They climb up onto this roof, and they are they are literally frying tortillas and making burritos on top of the home. No lie. I love it. They made food for these guys on top of the roof with 12 kids. I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating whatsoever. She's sitting over there making it. The kids are about to fall off the roof running around going inside this you know halfway done home inside so who knows one of them broke their leg or not I don't know nobody was screaming so I guess it was okay but she sat up there and actually made food for them and they worked well into the dark before they they were done like they finished an entire house in one day so that to me was fascinating other than that blows my mind that they would that that Stan would be building everywhere. I mean, he's literally taking over any piece of land that's available that you can put a driveway to the road. It's being taken up. This place is when I first came here it was farmland, fertile land, rolling hills, meadows, waterfalls, and how long ago fairies, was that again? Lightning uh, and, and how long was that? It wasn't long. That was not long. I mean, it seems like it was longer, but it was probably eight years. Eight years. I mean, to think. Right, eight years. To think Nine we years. go from rolling hills and. Now it's all subdivisions. Yeah, it's gone. Storage facilities, subdivisions, one or two small high rises. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's a big town. It's a big rural town still. It's the middle of nowhere at the end of the day. But uh, it's not a city, but it's turning into one. It is. And it will be before long. And, and the worst part about it is they're trying to make it a city and make it a big city like, like we're, you know, turning into to New York. Like we're turning into metropolitan Wichita. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But here's the issue. We have two-lane roads with ridiculous amounts of red lights. Unsynchronized red lights have not hit this part of the country yet. Yeah. About 20 years down the road. But they will. If we had red lights that worked, you know, synchronized, you could get to work in five, six minutes. But that doesn't happen. Fast and slow lanes are interchangeable. Yeah, there's there's no such thing as a fast lane anymore. It's uh, there grandma, are just not here. It's it's grandma picks the left lane, she stays there, and you just have to pass her. Like in Los Angeles, you have traffic, but here, it's like. There, it's traffic based on population. Here, it's traffic because of bad politics. Hey. I'm just warning you, if Skull comes over here, um, cross your fingers. 
Jen. Hey, hey Jen, say hi to the. Say hello. You're being. You're alive right now on the radio. Hi. Hi. She's gonna be nine next week. She's growing up. And with the. The future Paula Dean. Right. Emma keeps putting her feet on you. Tell her to come out here. Here. Out of here. <laughs> when I can out here, you're like. Yeah. <laughs> I want to show you what you're my favorite doll is like in Roblox. What the?